Blog Talk Radio. you might be listening to the Women Entrepreneurs Show. This is your host, Julie, a.k.a. Brain Lady Anderson. I am really excited about our show today. We've got another great guest that we're interviewing, another amazing female entrepreneur that we want to highlight. And boy, the topic is, is it, it's pretty, pretty key for what we're dealing with right now at this point in time. You'll understand that once we get into the bulk of the, the program. But I do want to remind everybody, first of all, I want to thank you very much for tying into the show. Whether you're listening to it live on Blog Talk Radio or you are listening as a podcast download in the future, we honor and are very, very, very blessed to have you listening into us. And we appreciate that you have taken your time to get to know us here at Women Entrepreneurs Radio Show and podcast, as well as get to know our guests. We hope that we are bringing you some, we plan, we always try to bring you something valuable, something that you can use in your day-to-day life or your day-to-day business. Either way, we are always very excited to have you with us. I want to remind everyone, as always, to stay until the end of the show because it's at, in those last few minutes that you find out how to connect with us further at Women Entrepreneurs Extraordinaire, as well as how to connect with our guests and any of the juicy offering that they may happen to have for the guests. So with that in mind, be sure to hang on till that last portion of the show. And I will just, let's just dive right in. Let's talk about how to feel better without changing your circumstances. You know, our guest this afternoon, or this morning, I should say, is a life and weight loss coach. Now, you may be going, oh, wait a minute. They're both together in the same life coach and weight loss coach. Yeah, because they're so intricately connected. And because of this, I've heard this term with what's going on around right now, this uh, COVID-15 or Corona-15 or quarantine-15, depending on which meme you're looking at, uh, this little bit of extra weight that people are putting on during this quarantine time. So I think this is a really great topic to be discussing right now, and let me introduce you to our guest. As I said, our guest is a certified life and weight loss coach, and her name is Lisa Salisbury. So Lisa, I think it's Salisbury, Salisbury. (laughs) You'll have to correct me, Lisa, in just a minute. She has a bachelor's degree from Brigham, Brigham Young University in health and human performance. In her coaching practice, she addresses the mindset challenges that keep you stuck in your current eating habits or unhealthy relationships. She helps you tackle your unrealized goals and guide you to take responsibility for your results. Actionable tools to manage your brain. Ooh, you know Brain Lady loves that. Allowing you to love your body and your life. Although she is a skilled, is skilled and multifaceted life coach, her main passion is to help women who have obsessively dieted to understand how to drop the obsession of counting and calculating calculating and measuring food and still manage to lose weight. Welcome. Welcome to the show, Lisa. 
Thanks so much for having me. Oh, my pleasure. Well, as I said, you know, this seems to be such a a hot topic right now because so many, um, if you're listening to this podcast a year from now, this show is being uh, broadcast live during kind of towards the end of an almost three-month quarantine. And with all of this yeah, stress. Yeah, hope it's near the end. <laughs> I know, right? Um, there's just been a lot of stress eating, I'm sure, that's going on. Lots of silly memes that are running around on, on social media. But the reality is that with these different ups and downs of emotions, there have been some people who have, have you know, put on a pound or two based on either stress eating or just the fact that they're home more or they're not getting as much activity. Uh, tell us, let's, let's kind of start with what led you to where you are at and to building the business that you're building. And then we'll kind of get into how you can help us with that current situation, as well as kind of what's behind the mindset of the whole eating process. So first off, Lisa, what drove you or what interested you or brought you to the point where you created this business well with Lisa? Okay, so I was um, really an obsessive dieter. Studies show that by the time we reach middle age, we've spent 20 to 30 years actually dieting. We've spent many, many Mondays restarting. We keep, it's like Groundhog Day every Monday. I'm going to recommit this time. And that was me for years. I had bought all the books. Uh, I tried all the meal plans. I tried all of the counting and the cal- calculating and measuring. And I finally got to the point where I was bringing my kitchen scale to the dinner table um, in front of my children, and I would weigh my food, and then I would only eat that. And I tried to pass it off as, like, healthy and, well, I'm just trying to make sure I get enough protein. But, you know, they knew. They knew that I was overly obsessed about my weight. They knew I was overly obsessed about what I should eat and had these labels of good food and bad food. And I was really driven to find a better way. And I found the self-coaching model that I trained my clients in. And I learned um, to really process those urges and cravings and understand that my results were all my responsibility, which is such awesome news because it's totally done within my control. Got it. Got it. Got it. So what's the main thought model then that you use with your clients kind of along that same line of thinking, I'm, I'm guessing, but what is that model that you use with the people that you work with? So I use what we call the self-coaching model. We generally abbreviate it as the model for short, but I teach it to my clients so that they can self-coach while they're, when, during the week when they're not in session with me. And I teach it to them to help them take full responsibility and control of their lives. And it goes C-T-F-A-R. And those stand for circumstance, thought, feeling, action, and result. And I take them through those steps and I show them how their results are actually from caused by their thoughts and not their circumstances. Interesting. Interesting. You know, we love those acronyms. (laughs) They help us to remember them. Well, what's the difference between circumstances and thoughts? Like, how do you differentiate between those two um, and and make it clear what 
what the difference is between what you're thinking and what how you're reacting to your circumstances. Yeah, so a lot of people, they'll come to me and they'll, they'll give me the circumstances of their lives and they think they're telling me just what's happening. And what they're actually telling me is a whole bunch of their thoughts. So circumstances are the completely neutral events in our lives. So this includes what other people say and do because we can't control them. This includes um, things like the weather and even it includes our past, what's happened to us or what we've said in the past because those are things we can't change. Those are outside of our control. So circumstances are things that we have no control of. As much as we'd like for our children to be our to <laughs> be something we can control, they're actually not. They're circumstances. So thoughts then are the meaning that we give to our circumstances. It's those sentences that are constantly running through our mind. Sometimes we're aware and we control them, and sometimes it feels like they're just happening to us. So a simple example would be something like um, the difference between these two statements. It's 85 degrees outside or it's really hot outside. So obviously 85 degrees is just it's a circumstance. We, we don't control that and it's very factual. But if someone said, oh, it's really hot outside and they're accustomed to living in Alaska, you're like, oh, yeah, you are hot. But if you're there talking to someone who's accustomed to living in Costa Rica, they're like, 85, <laughs> I need a sweater, right? So it's hot <laughs> outside is the thought. <laughs> mm-hmm. Right, so it does, it kind of like brings perspective. So if you go, oh, that guy was really rude to me, that's a thought. We think it's a circumstance. My clients come and say, my children were so rude to me. They, they're behaving poorly, but really that's their thought about the words that were said, okay? Or like for our entrepreneurs that are listening, she might come in to me and say, I'm just too busy. And she uses her calendar as evidence. Like, look at my calendar. Look at everything I have scheduled. But her circumstance is the same 24 hours in a day that she has had for her whole life. And it's her thought about those hours that are creating this thought, I'm too busy, which I show her ends up being her problem. It's not the circumstance of what is on her calendar. It's the thought about what's on her calendar. I'm too busy. Does that make sense between the difference between circumstances and thoughts? It's it's really the very first step is determining that. Yeah. Yeah. I agree 100%. I kind of explain it to my clients as your, your, your uh, feelings versus your emotions, you know, and, and what happens, your reaction to things. Yeah, absolutely. We can't control our circumstances, but we can always control our thinking about them, depending on where our mindset's at. So how do you do that? How do you, especially with this topic of managing your health and your weight, and of course, as a life coach, it can roll over and apply into your business mindset as well. So that the, the process I'm sure is the same, no matter what you're applying it to, how do you create thoughts or how do you control your thoughts or manage your thoughts that will create results, whether you're trying to achieve more in your business or you're trying to lose weight or get in shape or build a better relationship. How do you go about doing that? Or how do I should say, how do our thoughts create the results? Yeah, so um, when we continue down the model, so circumstance, thoughts, and then feeling is the next one. And feelings are the emotions or the vibrations in our body that are a direct result of what we're thinking. So if we think 
we hear a noise in the night and you think, oh, I'm so scared, then you feel that in your body. You, you can remember what it feels like to be scared. You might feel it in your stomach or you, it's tingling down your arms. That's your emotion. Um, so the thought, like for the entrepreneur, I'm too busy, creates a feeling of overwhelm. And when you are in overwhelm, then you have a really hard time taking the action, which is the next line in our model. We have a hard time taking the action that's going to be required to get the result of building your business. So with regards to food, we see something like, say, husband brings home donuts for the kids, and you have a thought like, oh, I love donuts. And then that creates the feeling of desire. And from desire, we take the action generally to engage in the eating. And we, get, we don't um, then get the results of the weight loss or the health goals that we have in mind. So the reason that our thoughts create our results is because they drive our feelings and actions. Our feelings prompt us to do things, and our, our results come from those actions. So we think that our results are from the circumstances. We think, I ate the donut because my husband brought home donuts. But the husband bringing home donuts is a circumstance. And then you get to think the thoughts like, oh, I don't really need a donut today, or I didn't have a donut planned on my protocol today, which is what my, my clients think because we create protocols for them ahead of time. Um, we think thoughts that don't create desire, which don't drive the action of eating the donut. And in our businesses, we might think, like, I'm capable of getting tasks done instead of thinking I'm too busy. And how does that feel in your body, calm and confident, as opposed to overwhelmed? You're probably going to get more done from calm and confident. Yeah, absolutely. Absolutely. When you're calm and confident, your amygdala is not running your thought process. <laughs> when you're yeah. in those those negative emotions, boy, that subconscious just really takes over. So you could even apply this then to the circumstances that we are currently under, you know, oh, well, you know, I'm, I'm eating more because I'm home more because I'm locked in quarantine. Whereas mm -hmm. you could manage that. What's, how can you twist that? Tell our listeners, how can you twist that? If this is something that you are experiencing that you're eating more because you're in quarantine or you're feeling negative about your business because you can't be out face-to-face -face networking or you can't be out, you know, you're, you're saying my business is suffering because of the circumstances. How would you twist that for the mm -hmm. listeners? Yeah, I find the best way is actually to go after my clients learn the model, the circumstance, thought, feeling, action, result in order. The really best way is to go from the bottom. So we want to say, well, what's the result that we want? The result I want is five new clients. So the circumstance remains the same because we're still in quarantine or still under stay-at-home orders, however you want to think about it. So when we get the result of five clients, then we say, okay, what's the action I need to take in order to get five clients? Like, do I need to be on social media more because I'm not out face-to-face? -face? Do I need to be making more calls? Do I need to send more emails? Whatever that action is, you know what it is for your business. What feeling then, going back, continuing back upwards the model, what feeling do I need to be doing those actions? So we're, again, not wanting to do that from overwhelmed or disheartened because we're thinking, I can't do anything because of circumstance. I want to have confidence, and we're going to be taking those good actions 
that's going to build our business from those motivated, confident feelings. And then we choose the thought. Well, what does create? So it's different than just positive thinking where people are like, just think positive. Like, just think positive is a positive thought that you don't really know where that's going. But when you start from the result line and decide what do you need to think in order to take the action that you need to create that result, and the same thing goes for our health and for our eating. So the result we want is whether it's a weight loss goal or a health goal to get off medication or um, a fitness goal, like a pull-up amount. Um, so just for ease, we'll just say we're going to make it a weight loss goal, like lose 10 pounds. So the result is lost 10 pounds. Well, the action we need to take is to choose more vegetables, eat more protein, whatever it is in your personal diet that you know is help, helps you lose weight, what feeling does that come from? It doesn't come from hate. It doesn't come from loathing your body. It doesn't come from depression of your circumstance. It comes from confidence. Almost always these things come from confidence, right? Uh, uh -huh. And so then we create the, we come up with thoughts then together with my clients about what kinds of thoughts create confidence in your body. Because if I tell them, just think positive, oh, I love my body. Most people that hate their body can't jump from I hate my body to I love my body. So we're going to create a thought like, I have a body. It's very neutral, and it, it doesn't put you in that, um, in that loading. And so you're able to move forward and get those results by starting with, with what result you want and then moving backwards to discover the feeling that you need to take those actions. Got it. I really like that. I, I like the start, beginning with the end in mind, you know, really starting backwards and mm -hmm. walking, walking. I tell people that with their, their visions, a lot of people have these big vis business visions and that's all they focus on is the big part. They don't, you know, they don't go back all the way down to the beginning and where, do, where does it all start? I really, I, I like that idea. Starting with the results, the results, very good, very good advice. And that, that answers kind of the question about how it's different than just thinking positive because thinking positive isn't always going to have results. If you're not taking, if you're not doing that a in your acronym, the, the actions, right? Mm -hmm. Yeah. 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 You definitely want to, um, and, and the, the way you work with these thought models too, is you can step it because like I said, you, you're not going to go today from, I hate my body, I'm a terrible person for eating too much ice cream last night or whatever thought you're having to, like, I love my body, it's totally fine. You're not going to make that jump, which is what positive thinking wants you to do. I'm going to, I help my clients ladder their thoughts to, you know, I have a body. Um, I, I notice other bodies are different shapes. I have a different shaped body. Like, all these kind of neutral neutral thoughts that don't create those negative feelings where you're going to be punishing yourself. Um, same thing with your business too. Like we're feeling down on ourselves. Those of us that are entrepreneurs that are trying to get clients and we're like, nobody's, nobody's hiring right now. Look at the unemployment rate. But if you really look at it, like most people still are working. So you can like go from that thought, like most people are still working. There are people that are working that want to pay me money. There are people that need what I have. And those kinds of things, you know, the world wants what I have to offer. That's going to produce the feelings of 
um, that are going to drive the actions to generate the results of getting your business up and going. I love it. I love it. So how do we take then, as a final thought, how do we take ownership of the results in our lives? I know you've kind of walked through that a little bit, but can you clear up mm-hmm. that, that thought process for our listeners? Yeah. So it's actually good news. A lot of people will say like, oh, so I'm just totally at fault then. All, everything that's happened in my life where they're talking about their results, it's all my fault. And I'm like, yes, and that's like amazing news. Because when you take ownership and you decide someone else isn't at fault, then you aren't waiting around for them to change. It only takes you. And so it's like such good news because when we truly understand that we are responsible, then we realize that we can make the changes. If we, if we say things like, I can't eat healthy because I have a toddler and you know, all he eats is chicken nuggets then you're waiting around for your toddler to grow up and change his eating habits for you to make changes in your eating habits. But when you realize, okay, the the toddler's just a circumstance and I get to choose to think I'm going to eat his, the rest of his chicken nuggets, or I'm going to eat vegetables. You get to make that choice. Like all your results are your own. And so it's very, very empowering actually to realize that we don't need anyone else to change. We don't need any circumstance to change because the thoughts are what create our results. Mm, I like that. I like that because it's, it, we can't always control our circumstances. They are what they are. You, you can get the quarantine order or you can get a client that opts out of working with you. Those are circumstances that aren't always within your realm of of controlling but your thoughts and your feelings are definitely uh what you can take ownership of i like that yeah i like that a lot so now you have again you work with a lot of different so the listeners uh, lisa works with either you know the life the different aspects of life whether that would be your business or your Mm -hmm. your physical condition your weight or whatever that looks like um and you have can i just interrupt like, let me yeah, just yeah. pop in and just say that uh, the reason that, um, that I'm double certified in life coaching and weight coaching is because when someone comes to me for weight coaching, the food is actually the least interesting part about the coaching. That's like we spend maybe 10%, maybe 5% of the time talking about what they're eating because it's the why they're eating it, which is all the life part. It's the quarantine, it's the husband, it's the job, all of those reasons that we emotionally eat, which is eating when we're not hungry. So that's all the life aspect, which is why I have both sides of the training. Mm, that's a perfect, perfect blend of the two, I think, is, is what you just explained. Now, you have an ebook that you're offering free um, called Drop mm-hmm. the Obsession and the Weight. Tell us a little bit about that ebook, and then I'll let everybody know how to get it. Okay. So um, I, do, I do specialize in those women that have been on all the diets, and they've counted and calculated and measured and tracked, and, and then, you know, it takes over their lives. And so this ebook is an introduction on how to just drop that obsession I teach them the first three steps that I teach my, my regular clients. I teach them that for free in this book. 
and it's about the uh, planning ahead of time, which removes a lot of the drama, removes all of the thinking about food. We, I talk about the hunger scale and how to get back in touch with your actual physical hunger. And then I talk about crowding out, which is the way to choose foods that are better or feel better in your body and how to crowd out the ones that are not as good. So instead of me telling you stop eating sugar, I say let's replace some of that sugar with an orange or et cetera. So we, it's, um, instead, of, instead of restricting food, we add in food and then we don't have room in our hunger for the foods that aren't serving our bodies. I like that. I like that. Great resource there for the listeners. Now, how you can get that is by going to the show page for the show today for this interview. And we will have a link that is there how, where you can get that because it's a kind of this long um, email or this long um, link <laughs> website. So we're just a, landing page. That, a landing page. Yeah, we're just going to make that a hot link. And all you'll have to do is just click on that. You can also, if you have questions, you can shoot Lisa a, a um, an email with at my coach at mm-hmm. wellwithlisa.com. And wellwithlisa.com is her website. So go check that out. I was looking at that this morning and preparing for the interview, and it's a very nice website. She's got some great information on there, um, lots of information on what she does and how she does it, and even some success stories. So drop over there and check that out. You can also connect with her and follow her on those social media spots. You can go to um, <laughs> Facebook.com. It's well with Lisa, and Instagram.com is well underscore with underscore Lisa. So check her out and stay connected with Lisa because I'm sure uh, whether you're ready to work with her now or work with her in the future or you just want to be able to follow her and gain some of her wonderful wisdom, those are the ways that you can do it. Well, Lisa, thank you very much for being on this program today. Loved having you. Loved thank having you. you. Fun. Yeah, and love having you in our Women Entrepreneurs Networking Group. I look forward to being able mm-hmm. to get back, and I believe you're going to be speaking for us, aren't you? Yeah, I think I'm scheduled for June. Okay. Now, I will say we may yeah. actually be able to do that in person. We haven't pulled the pulled the trigger on that yet. We were going to do it on a virtual, um, but maybe we'll do both. We'll see how it goes. Okay. Stay connected with us to find out. All right, Lisa. Once again, thank you for being on the all program right. today. All right. Thank for you all so of those, Absolutely. My pleasure. My pleasure. Well, that was a wonderful interview. I, so timely. Like I said, the timing was just perfect on that. And if, again, I encourage you to reach out and connect with Lisa. Stay connected with Lisa. I think that would be a great connection for all of the listeners. If you have information or if you'd like to join, if you're an amazing female entrepreneur or you're just a woman who wants to do more with her life, then join our group, our wonderful group of ladies. Obviously, we are doing much more online right now. We're going through some major changes. We're pulling together some amazing experts to help you make the most and achieve the best in your business and in your life. So you can join us on our Facebook group. The link for the Facebook group, Women Entrepreneurs Extraordinaire, is on the show page as well. You can also follow the page, Women Entrepreneurs Extraordinaire, on Facebook. We are now on Instagram as well. And we, we're, our website is womenentrepreneursextraordinaire.com. Those are all plural, women 
So W-O-M-E-N, entrepreneurs with an S, extraordinaire.com. If you have any questions for us, maybe you'd like to be featured on the program or you have a great idea, a great book, a great something that you'd like to share, shoot us an email at info at womenentrepreneursextraordinaire.com and we'll connect. All right. Well, with that, I am going to go ahead and close up the show for today. Stay with us. Stay connected. Grow. Stretch to a new height in your life and your business. And as I like to close out both of my shows, I want you to simply enjoy every moment. Oh,